Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you and enjoy the show. Dr. McCollum has discovered through his experience as a chiropractor and nutritionist that people can only be helped as much as they want to be helped. If you're truly serious about doing whatever it takes to become healthy and happy, then Dr. McCollum's knowledge and guidance will be an invaluable asset to help you in achieving this. When you come to see Dr. McCollum, he will do a thorough health evaluation, including a complete history consultation as well as an examination of your nervous system to see if there are any neurospinal or toxicity issues. And the most important question he will ask you is, are you willing to do whatever it takes to become as healthy as possible? If so, then Dr. McCollum ensures you that he will do everything in his power as a health professional to get you to reach your goal. Learn all about this and more in today's episode of McCollum Wellness Radio. I can be free. I can be free. I can rise above. I can be free. I can be free. I will rise above. When you're all alone. And there's nowhere left to go. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum coming to you from McCollum Wellness Radio, KSCO. And I'm very happy to be here today. You know, um, I think today what I really want to stress is, you know, our happiness and our awareness of other people around us being humble, humbled today by my own actions, um, I realized that what you do does impact other people. And sometimes you really need to uh, step back and take a look at that. I titled this show, Happiness Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow. And, um, you know, when we listen to so much stuff going on in the media right now and um, even Tom Quinn's show uh, was a great show talking about, you know, World War um, II and before and, you know, armament and the lack of armament and, uh, you know, what happens with our freedom. Um, but really, you know, our freedom really is our, a personal thing that comes down to us. What I find, you know, as a chiropractor is, um, as a, and a nutritionist is people can only be helped as they want to be helped. If people aren't interested in, in really doing what it takes to get them happy, they're not going to be, I'm not going to be able to help them or nobody can. One thing that uh, I've learned to ask after I've done a complete history consultation, dug deep into what's going on with individuals, then... Um, done a, an evaluation of that, an examination of their nervous system to look for neurospinal issues or toxicity issues, uh, various things along that line. And, and then I take uh, x-rays if needed. And I, I look at this uh, whole scenario and I, if I think I can help the patient, I say, listen, um, I'm going to do everything I can. I'm going to give you 110% of everything I can do to help you. I just have one question for you. And that question is, are you going to be able to do what it takes so that you can be healthier? You can be healthier. Because if they're not willing to make that commitment back to me, then I really don't know that I, it's, I'm the right office for them. But beyond the office, you know, we all have our own goals, our own dreams, our own aspirations. And, you know, so many times when I'm, I'm talking to a patient that comes in in their 40s, 50s, 60s, even younger, they have been conditioned down to a point where they, their physical activities are based on the limitations of their body. And, um, you know, it's kind of like the, the scenario where uh, they, 
scientists at one point put a bunch of fleas in a jar and they put a lid on it and the fleas would jump looking for freedom and they would hit the top of that jar and they, you know, they couldn't hit, jump any farther, but they continued to try to jump and they kept hitting the jar. And then when they took or the lid of the jar, when they took the lid off the jar, the fleas wouldn't jump any farther. And, um, uh, it's really kind of a funny scenario, but I don't know that our conditioning is much different for the most part. And excuse me if you disagree with this and right on and I'm right behind you. Fantastic. But when I see people that come in and I'm talking about my patients for a minute, but I really want to talk about myself. I find that if I, you know, my personal experiences help me become a better person if, as long as I'm able to look at them and, and be willing to be humbled and realize that I'm not always right. And that does happen, and it's happened recently. So, you know, when a patient comes in and they tell me, well, you know, uh, I've got low back pain, sciatica, it's been going on for years, off and on. Um, this last three weeks, it's gotten so bad that I've, you know, I, I haven't been able to go to work or I'm grumpy at work. I'm grumpy with my spouse, family, friends. And as a matter of fact, I'm not able to do the sports that I like to do or the activities that I like to do. And when I question them, I kind of see this dwindling spiral over the years where a condition in their health whether it's physical or other, chemical, um, will affect their emotions and they begin to not reach as far. So it's almost like that jar on the, the lid on the jar of fleas becomes a shorter and shorter jar where they're only willing to jump so far before they hit their head or get hurt. And unfortunately, I think that's what happens a lot to us. So... You know, I remember in, in the new book I'm writing, New Hope for dot, 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 I talk about, and I think I read this on the air, when I was five years old or four or three, playing out in front of our house and a, the island between the sidewalk and the street was a little curb and there were huge sycamore trees growing there. And I would play with these little matchbox toys, uh, trucks and things like that, and there were big roots you had to get around and valleys and, um, you know, I would imagine beyond my years, um, incredible feats of greatness or disasters or overcoming diversity and creating anything that I wanted to do in that time. And um, I would be spellbound with my, um, my time. And, you know, that's like you might call it in earlier, later on in those 60s and 70s, 1960s and 70s, daydreaming in school where you look out the window and you're, you're so far beyond the classroom and you're dreaming of um, incredible moments or other, the other side if you've had you know, bad influences in your life. But I remember just knowing that the world was my oyster and I could create whatever I wanted to at that time. And it was so real to me, I could touch it, I could taste it, I could feel it. And I was so, I mean, I, this moment, I'm 66 years old now and I was three or four, so, you know, 62 years ago anyway. And I can still feel, taste, touch, smell the... the um, the decaying leaves from the sycamore trees, the ocean breeze coming in from San Francisco Bay, the smell of the Berkeley Hills coming in, um, you know, the breeze, uh, just everything taking in all of those senses. And, um, and then, of course, my mother came out and said, it's time to come in for lunch and, you know, popped my bubble. But, I mean, just think back to times that you've had daydreams or you've thought about things that you would like to achieve in your life or um, things that have held you back. And, you know, the, it seems like the further we go in years, the, sm the shorter and shorter that jar can be with a lid on top for m many. For some, you look at some of the amazing people in the world that, 
you know, to the lack of saying names that have, you know, huge corporations they've built or um, I'm not saying they're all good or bad people, but they've some on the backs of others and some, you know, all everybody lifting each other up. But they had dreams and visions that they were able to carry through and continue on. So what creates, you know, what allows one being to create this amazing life, whether it's financial or not, or and others from being held back? And, you know, again, when I'm in uh, a consultation with a patient and I'm talking to them and I go, well, okay, so what does your uh, sciatica limit you from doing? Oh, well, you know, um, I, I, I'm pretty good, you know, I mean, I'll... I'll walk, work in the garden for a little while, once, you know, maybe an hour or two every weekend. And, you know, I don't play golf anymore. And, you know, I used to like to hike. And, but, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I just, I realize I can't do that. And I go, wow, how devastating is it to not be able to do those sports? Of course, asking a patient that, they would probably go, oh, no, I, I, was, I didn't really want to do it anyway because we've been conditioned like the fleas hitting that lid on the jar to um, lower our expectations for what we can do. And oftentimes it starts physically for the type of patients I see. Um, you know, I, I, I've hurt my shoulder so many times personally that one thing I'll tell patients often is, look, I draw the line that I won't dig post holes anymore. <laughs> you know, as much as I loved digging post holes, we had 14 acres for 20 years and a farm up in the the mountains was we raised our kids and horses and I, they were always breaking out and I was always having to do something. But, you know, I realized my limitations on my shoulders. I used them for over 30 years as a chiropractor. Um, I can't dig post holes. Well, I'm okay not digging post holes. But, you know, there's a lot of other things that I would not be okay not doing. And so when I listen to a patient and I go, well, what if we could find the physical conditions in your body that are limiting you from functioning as close to 100% as possible. And what if we could get you playing golf again? Now, maybe that's too big of a question because they've been conditioned that they can't. So you really have to find out, well, what, how is this affecting you and your family? Is there anything else that is affecting you on your ability to, you know, lift up your grandkids, um, you know, bounce them on your knee, give them a piggyback ride, lift them up onto your shoulders? And the reason I'm bringing this up is so much of this can be um, remedied if you find the actual cause of the problem. Oftentimes it's musculoskeletal or neurospinal, we call it, where the nerves coming out of the spine are being affected by old injuries or pinched nerves, weakening the muscles, weakening the organs. And um, so right now what we're going to do is we're going to take a commercial break and I'll come back and talk to you more about what my visions were this morning and um, some of my understandings for myself of what I could do better for me and for the people that I love and the people I hang around with. So I'll be back in just a second. Thank you. You're listening to McCollum Wellness Radio. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I would like you to listen to a couple testimonials from my patients about our new TRT machine. You should come try it, but here's what they have to say. A year and two months ago, I got knocked down by a horse and I got a grade two pull on my hamstring, and from there, everything went to hell. Uh, basically, uh, I was walking three and a half miles a day. I went from that to walking less and less and because it was so painful, and my other knee started hurting me. And then I stepped off a ladder and jammed my knee. It took me the next morning five minutes by the time I stood up to get out of my bedroom. It was so painful. At the same time, I found out about the TRT from the doc, and I knew that that was for me. So almost feeling completely normal. So it's been great. I was walking stiff, stiff knee on one side because it was just flopping out of place. Now I can bend my knee and walk. I totally recommend this one time and you'll just go, whoa. You don't realize how much you use your toes for balance until they're, there's no feeling in them. 
And so I've got the feeling back in my toes and my balance is greatly improved. Definitely recommend it. So call today for your $49 introductory special on the TRT machine to see if it works for you. Call 831-459-9990. 831-459-9990. McCollum Family Chiropractic. Hey, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I have this amazing patient, Lauren, here, and she had a few things to say. Hi, I'm Lauren Spencer, a local realtor, and I've been seeing Duncan for years now. I had a biking accident, and he's been adjusting me since then, and it's been amazing. But lately, I've had trouble with my feet, and I'm an avid walker, avid biker, avid uh, golfer, and uh, my feet were aching all the time. And I tried Duncan's TRT machine, which is an amazing stem cell machine that rejuvenates uh, the cells. And my feet, I've had like three or four um, sessions with the machine and my feet are like new, no aches, no pains. It's a miracle. So I really highly recommend Duncan and his chiropractic services, but also that TRT machine. You got to try it. Wow. Thanks, Lauren. That was awesome. So we still have the $49 special. Come on in and see if it works for you. Thank you. Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum. I'm back. And, uh, you know, if you haven't tried the stem cell machine, the TRT machine, you really should. We're getting such great results with it. It's, it's amazing. And in fact, one of the reasons I'm doing this radio show this way today is because I've been talking to a really good friend of mine who's had the machine almost as long as me. And, uh, you know, it is a ultrasonic sound wave that comes through the body at 3,358 miles an hour. And, um, you know, it's amazing. Here we have sound healing the body. Who would have ever thought that, um, other than in the comic books, that we could use sound or Star Trek with a tricor um, healing the body? But, you know, basically what it does is it goes in and it disrupts damaged tissue and reminds the brain that there's something there to fix. And the, the f- three different uh, things occur at that point. First, uh, um, uh, inflammation will occur from the disruption for one to ten days, opening the area for the distribution or proliferation of stem cells and something called exosomes that are a thousand times smaller than a stem cell. And then the regeneration, repurposing, remodeling of the area. So this is something that we've never had before. Um, it's not something that is a medicine. It's, it's your body's enhancing your body's own ability to do what it's supposed to do, and that's heal itself. But uh, So anyway, if you haven't done that, come on in, get, a chant, get it checked out. You know, we're still doing it for $49 because nobody knows about it. It's only been um, FDA cleared for three years in the United States, and uh, I've had mine for three years, interestingly enough. And uh, I had number uh, under 200 when I came in, when, when I got mine, there were less than 200 in the country. Now there's about 600. My number in the world is number 403. So it's like a steam engine, number 403, and it's paving the way to making a difference in people's lives. Um, so anyway, you know, when I talk about f- freedom yesterday, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, um, we have to understand that the biggest limitation in our life is ourself. And those are the thought processes that we put through based on the experiences that we've had or influences that we've had in our lives. And uh, I am constantly bumping up against these. Um, and I'm a victim of my own cause to the degree that uh, I let these things own me. And... Um, I see it in some of my patients as well, where, you know, whenever somebody comes in and goes, well, ever since I had my accident, what do you mean your accident? Well, I was in the accident that I had. Well, why is it your accident? Well, I was in it. Yeah, but if you still own it as your accident, you will continue to own it. Why don't you say the accident? And um, put it aside, put it into the past and move forward. It's kind of a silly thought, but, you know, basically, right now, when I snap my fingers, if I can, it's a new beginning. 
So we have the ability right now and uh, to create anything that we want to create. And um, what we think about, we talk about, what we talk about, we bring about. So um, recently there's been a um, condition that was able, we were able to change. A friend of mine and I, we were working hard at this, and I, I'm new to it, about a year into it, but uh, she, she was into this thing for several years. And it was something that needed to change, and there was a lot of effort and time and energy and understanding and um, agreements and disagreements that needed to happen in order to make this occur. And it, it did. And it was almost like something that we never thought would change. So for you out there, know that anything you want to change, you can change. It might be monumental or it might be incremental. But if you decide to make a change, you can do it. Now, this stem cell machine, usually we see amazing changes right off the bat. 80% um, of the people will feel something immediately. 10%. Uh, may not feel anything, and then 10% may feel a little worse at first, which is normal. It's all normal. Because when you put a sound wave through a body at 3,358 miles an hour, the first thing that it does is put in, uh, cause it some inflammation and damaged tissue. It goes right through healthy tissue, but it doesn't go through um, damaged tissue, the scar tissue. And it will cause some inflammation, as, which is exactly what your body needs to do to open up the area with the inflammation, the blood vessels open up to let the chemicals and stem cells uh, proliferate into the area. Um, and so that new things can grow. So if you think about a garden, you have really hard dirt and you get a, um, a rototiller or you get a shovel and you dig it up, you've caused those particles to be far, farther apart with airs, air in the middle. So they've in, there's an inflammation that occurs. That's the first one to 10 days after an injury. Then you put in some, a bunch of seeds. That's a proliferation or a, a sowing of the new seeds. And then you water it, and pretty soon you have a new garden growing. And it might have a maturation period of you know, weeks to months to years. Fruit trees, trees take a lot longer than kale or um, zucchini. But you know when the body which has a desire to survive, is uh, given a chance to regrow those areas of the body, it's going to do an amazing job. But, you know, when you look at where you are now, what's limiting you? I mean, yesterday you had dreams. Today you have a situation. You may still have dreams, but how tainted are they to create your tomorrows? So what if you were to able to just throw the limitations away and create a tomorrow you know there's no reason you've heard about millionaires that have lost million millions three or four times and they recreate it it's not about money necessarily but it's about happiness and you creating a life you want if you want to get out and become a better uh, athlete or play sports better or be more physical or be able to take walks or ride your bike or swim you know, there's some things that you aren't doing that could help a lot. And you may not know what to do or how to do it, or maybe you have some limitations on doing it because of pain or fixed ideas on things that, you, you, you know, you've been told not to do this or that, or you um, tried something and you got burned, so now you think every time I reach my hand into the fire, I'm going to get burned. Well, maybe there's a new way to do it or another way to do it. Anyway... You know, I think that what is really important is for us to take stock of where we are right now, draw a line in the sand, look to the past, and decide or evaluate whether or not some of the things that you wanted to achieve in the past have come to fruition and whether or not those goals that you had earlier are worth uh, dusting off and pursuing or altering them and pursuing them. You know, we're confronted with a country that has been suppressed, a world that's been suppressed so much over the last two years. And it's affected our adrenal response so much, our uh, cortisol response so much that a lot of people are in hiding. 
They're afraid to breathe. They're afraid to go out in public still. I'm amazed, you know, how many people are wearing masks still. And I understand if you feel like that's what you need to do. Um, but, you know, is it just... When you're doing that, are you in charge of your environment? Are you... Um, the effect of your environment or your cause over your environment. So even if you feel that that's something you need to do, you, this, this, uh, this uh, subject still applies to you because you can still become much greater than you are. But if you just wake up, do the same thing and go to bed, um, and that continues on and on and on, and you don't have the creative um, bug, then you're that's going to be your future. And if that's what you want to do, more power to you. Maybe you're already there. Maybe you've already achieved what you want to do, and that's great. Um, I think that the joy of creation is uh, pretty amazing. If you can continue to create, you know, a flower bed, a painting, a song, um, happiness in somebody else, uh, those things are... um, they're pretty cool. When you see the smile on somebody's face by making them laugh, by telling them, calling them and saying, you know, hey, I was thinking about you. How are you doing? Even though you can't see them unless you do a FaceTime, you can feel the, the joy in them or the appreciation of being liked. So I think what I, I'm realizing is... You know, I mean, I I treat a lot of people at the office. I'm the only chiropractor there right now. I usually have one to two others, but for various reasons, I've been alone for a few months. And if you know any good chiropractors who want to work an amazing um, office with some incredible staff and amazing patients, have them call me because I'm looking for a new partner, somebody who wants to come in and help me help other people. But... Um, you know, I'm limited by my ability to uh, see so many people a day. Uh, my staff is very, very um, involved in trying to make everybody have an amazing day when they come in. But sometimes you, you know, if you work so hard doing one thing, and you go home tired or worn out physically, um, you know, for me, I just need to assess what else is important for me and make sure that I have time for that. So I don't know if anybody else is in that boat, but it's so easy to just not pay attention to the world around you. So at any rate, I I hope that makes sense to some of you. If it makes sense to one person out there, then great. Um, One thing about the stem cell machine or the TRT machine that's so cool is that we know that it works every time. And I'm going to just diverge onto that for a minute. Um, When we put the sound through the body and on a particular area, it's going to disrupt damaged tissue. And by doing that, it causes an inflammation, which causes a laying down of or a migration of stem cells to that area. Stem cells are like, Chameleons, they can become anything that they land on, just like a chameleon can change its color. A stem cell can become a body part. And so they get drawn into the area, and then they don't immediately blink an eye like I dream a genie and become a liver cell or a kidney cell. It takes quite a while. It could take up for a year for that that stem cell to mature into what it's supposed to be or what it's mimicking. And... So that's why it's important to do a series of treatments because it's like painting a wall. You want to get as many stem cells in the area as possible. And we know that it will, um, first thing it does is cause inflammation. Then the chemicals from your bloodstream come in and tear down the damaged cells and replace it with better cells, new cells that can become healthier functioning body parts. So people with knee problems, shoulder problems, wrist problems, foot problems, low back problems, whatever, this machine is going to go in there and replace the bad cells that you have so that your body can either slow down the degeneration and or reverse it because it is laying down a healthier cartilage cell. And then the most important thing is to maintain the gains we have. 
So we're learning so much every day almost with this machine. There are groups that I'm in that people call up and go, you know what, I had success with this. Wow, have you ever thought of doing it with this? How about for lymph drainage? You know, um, the lymphatic system is the biggest circulatory system in your body. There's five times more lymphatic fluid in your body than there is blood. And it can stagnate and get stuck in between muscle fibers and in the fascia between the muscle fibers. And this stuff ca usually carries the used up cellular debris through the body, to the heart, through the liver and kidneys, lungs and skin, out the body. But it can be stagnated. And when that gets stagnated, you become sick. Your body no longer runs like a real efficient machine. And then it starts to break down whether it's an organ, muscles, your stamina, your uh, adrenal system. Um, if, if the cells become toxic and they can no longer function with the hormones because the hormones can't get into a toxic cell. So that's one of the, the cool things about the stem cell machine is we are regenerating and bringing new stuff in. But... It goes beyond that. You have to make sure your body's clean. So when one of the new things that we're working on is giving uh, people a list of things to do or not to do when they're under stem cell treatment so that the cells that are being produced have the best chance of laying down um, rather than becoming um, inflamed and damaged by the toxins in your body. So, you know, drinking water, good sleep, uh, ideally taking amino acids, uh, healthy oils, staying away from the bad oils, things along that line, and then exercising, but not too much because you don't want to damage the new cells. You want to give them a chance to settle down in that area. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum um, talking to you today just about how we can be better, how we can do, our body can work better, how you, your mind can affect your health, um, and just what a mindset might be so that you can actually achieve a better um, health so that you can really pursue those things that you want to pursue in life, whether it's a, a sport you gave up 10 to 15 years ago, uh, tennis, golf, rugby, um, ping pong, whatever it might be. You know, you need your body's joints to work well. You need your energy to work well. You need your organs to function well. And all of this stuff is really a matter of maintenance. Your body needs maintenance. Uh, just like your car, your hair, your teeth, your clothes all need maintenance. So many of us forget about our body as a tool and we don't maintain it. And then when it breaks down, we say we can't afford to fix it. Well, a lot of times you can't afford to let it get bad, but it's never in anybody's budget to fix it. If we just maintain it, it's a lot cheaper. So at any rate, I'm going to go to our next commercial here. I'll be back in just a couple minutes. Thank you so much. Discover the best ways to stay younger and live longer in Dr. Duncan McCollum's best-selling book, Turn Back Your Biological Clock. In it, Dr. McCollum explains the principles of regenerative healthcare and reveals how in as little as three to eight weeks, you can begin to reverse your biological clock and start to enjoy life again. If you are on a journey to create an incredibly healthy body and live the rest of your life in vibrant health and happiness, Turn Back Your Biological Clock is a must-read. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum here, and I have Pastor Mark with me. He came in and experienced the stem cell machine, the TRT machine, and he wanted to just go ahead and tell you a little bit of his experience. Yeah, I injured my knee years ago from sports and being dumb, and after the first stem cell treatment, after the very first one, I could do a full knee squat, and doctors told me that we want to replace your knee, and my knee would just ache just from sitting, and you've probably experienced that if you have knee problems, but now, no ache, I can walk without pain, and when I sit, I have no pain. And I just love it. I'd recommend it to anybody. It's terrific. When we looked at your x-rays, your discs and your knees look pretty good, too. Yeah, they're improving so much. I just love it. I can't wait for my treatment every week. Highly recommend it to anyone. So you'd recommend they do the $49 special to see if it will work for them? Oh, absolutely. That's what drew me in with the $49 special. I thought, I got 50 bucks to spend to just see, and it certainly has paid off. Call 831-459-9990. Thanks. We can rise above. We can be free. 
everybody. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum. I'm back. That song, We Can Be Free by Steve Funderburg, sung by Tony Lindsay. Thank you guys so much for letting me play it. It's just such a great message. Freedom, you know, where can we find more freedom in our life? Um, we can find freedom in our country. We can find freedom in our towns. We can find freedom in our bodies. We can find freedom with our creation. Um, Whatever we want to do, whether it's music, writing, um, sports, taking care of other people. There's so much stuff. In your job, what are you doing that could be more creative? How can you improve what you're doing? And, you know, are you happy doing what you're doing? So many, you know, one thing I always told my kids, and my wife was very um, supportive of this, is, you know, if you're not happy working for somebody else's dream, go find your own dream and work for it. And that's pretty tough. I mean, very few people are entrepreneurs doing working uh, for what they like to do. Um, many people are out there very happy with the jobs they're doing, and it's allowing them the freedoms to do what they want to do in their life. You know, they can raise a family. They can go enjoy times with their family and uh, the sports they want to do or, or whatever it may be. But, you know, why not take a look? We've, we're coming out of the dark ages of the 21st century, which was the last couple of years, really were dark ages. We, we stepped back very far in our um, social environment. We became antisocial in a way because of a fear of uh, something, which, you know, apparently there was some damage done. And a lot of people made decisions that uh, to do something or not, and now even the powers that be, like the CDC, say it may or may not made a difference one way or another. But regardless, we were confronted with choices, pressures that divided us. And right, wrong, or indifferent, you're where you are today, no, regardless of the side of the fence you're sitting on. But now's the time to move forward make a decision to do something to improve your health, to improve your life. We know for sure that physical conditions, physical damage to the nervous system, neurospinal conditions, we call them subluxations or pinched nerves, are going to limit your body's ability to move and function freely. It's going to stop you from doing lots of the games and activities that you like to do. We know that chemical toxicity is affecting your body's endocrine system and your energy and your health. We know that chemicals come four generations down through mom's umbilical blood as well as do heavy metals. And these get into our organs. They disrupt our hormones. They disrupt, of course, the endocrine system. They damage the cell walls and then they turn on unhealthy bad genes that can cause chronic disease. Toxicity does this. Now, toxicity can also be a mental thought process. It can be very, very toxic to you. And this is something where you may want to look at the people you hang around with or the books you read or don't. And um, so often we are in a group and we're, you may be in a certain um, liaison or level of um, influence in that group. And you're either a leader um, or a follower or somewhere in between. But how much support and, and encouragement is that group giving you to actually go out and do something amazing? And amazing doesn't need to be, you know, inventing a wheel or, you know, an uh, electric car. It just means that you're doing something that makes you happy and others happy. It gives you that sense of fulfillment. So... You know, I think, I think to me, I, I, would, I could do this a lot better in my life. I love coming on this show because oftentimes I'm talking to myself and it's nice to have an audience because then I know that I held myself a little more accountable when I talk about it, that the people I know will look at me and go, hmm, is he just talking through his hat or is he, is he trying to achieve more in his life? Again, it, it, that um, achieve more, it can be a very personal thing, a spiritual thing. I can become 
you know, less dependent on, you know, the physical amenities of life and create more endocrine response, more dopamine, serotonin, and um, oxycotton, oxytocin, excuse me, in my body so that I feel better. And I do that by joy. I do that by creating. I do that by um, helping other people. You know, it's, it's so fun to see the response of people when you um, help them either by just giving them the time you listen to them by doing something to them chiropractically and they get up off the table and go, oh my gosh, I can stand up. Uh, just the other day, a gentleman came in, he could barely walk. His third lumbar vertebra, which is right in the middle of the small of his back, was palp. I, I felt it to be twisted off to the right side. He had lifted something wrong. And, uh, you know, his spouse was there. I put him on his side and and when I found what I was looking for, he expressed the, <laughs> in so many terms that that was it. I've been doing this for over 30 years, so one simple move made that bone move back where it was supposed to be, and he got up the table, and he goes, oh, my God, I can stand. And he's got a father, he's a father of three. He's got to perform for his family to be able to bring home the bacon. And... Um, so, so often, it's not just, you know, how can you achieve what you want to do in your life, but how can you be able to support the people you need to support when you're not doing well, physically, chemically, mentally, emotionally? So, I can tell you that if your body physically feels good, you're going to do well. I can think of a, another patient who referred in one of his staff members, who's this beautiful young lady who works at a desk you know, um, however many hours a day. And when I first met her, she was relatively grumpy. And, you know, he liked her. He respected her work. He actually said, I'm going to pay for my, this, this gal's um, adjustments because they didn't have any insurance. Insurance doesn't really cover corrective care anyway. It might cover like, an adjustment or two. But really, it's up to you. Anything that is worth doing, you know, it really, it's not, your insurance isn't going to cover it. So anyway, he, you know, decided to get this lady's spine corrected. She's got this beautiful smile now. She's so happy when she comes in. And I saw him the other day, and he mentioned her and says, she's so happy. And I go, I know. Well, look what happens when you are in pain constantly, chronic pain constantly. You can't be happy, you know. Um, it's so difficult because that, that's just like a, constantly grinding at you. And there's so much we can do to fix that. I can relate to this so much because when I broke my back when I was 12, falling out of a tree, I was in chronic low back pain, constant aching just all day long to where I couldn't, you know, I still tried to enjoy myself, but it was so painful. I was just thinking of this the other day because I've been very physical, doing a lot of physical activities, sports-wise, and then chiropractic as being the only doctor in my office right now. I'm seeing a lot more people than normal. And I was standing, I was actually just this morning making my keto coffee, and I was standing there going, oh man, it's just so nice not to have my back hurt. And I remembered how much it used to hurt. And I just felt, wow, I'm so lucky that two people carried me into a chiropractor's office back when I was 21 years old. That was 65 years ago now. No, 45 years ago now. And uh, that doctor took an x-ray and said, when did you break your back? As he looked and tapped on the crushed fifth vertebra on my x-ray, anybody could see that it was crushed. But I had gone that way for 12 years, um, you know, undiagnosed, or however many years. So... You know, I mean, I understand what it's like to live in pain. I understand what it's like to not have pain. And I also understand what it's like to not really be focusing on making every day a better day for you and those around you. And then also focusing on being a more aware of it, more aware of trying to um, make people around you feel better. Now, that's not what I'm doing. I'm, making my, I'm living my own life. But, you know, there's this, there's this uh, these four 
conditions of competence. And competence means that you know what you're doing, really, right? So, and you can be competent or incompetent in any area of your life, whether it's just being a human being, it's owning a body, um, it's being in a relationship, it's having a job, it's being a friend, uh, playing an instrument, writing a book, any of those things, there's four different degrees of competence. The first one is unconsciously incompetent. I mean, you don't know what you're doing and you have no clue that you have no idea what you're doing. And that's a very dangerous place to be, or maybe it's bliss for some people. But the next step up from that is when you start to realize, oh gosh, I have no clue what I'm doing, and that's called consciously incompetent. And when you're consciously incompetent, you know, you're usually just kind of your eyes are open up and you're going, holy moly, I really, I'm kind of in the dark here. What am I doing? I better do something different. And then you move up the scale a little bit and you really study and work and go, I'm going to achieve this. I'm going to be better at this. And so this is called consciously competent. And that means you're really paying attention to improving areas of your life or what you're doing, your music, your job, your family, your friends, um, your sports, your um, whatever it is you're trying to achieve. So you become consciously competent. And then a professional, once you're really good at it, it's unconsciously competent. You don't even have to think about it. You know what to do. Now, you know, after 33 years of chiropractic, um, I'd like to think that I'm, I'm pretty good at spotting the subluxations, the, the neurospinal conditions, and, and the finding them and removing them relatively easily without... Oftentimes people go, how do you know where that is? And I go, you know, I wish I could tell you everything I knew about finding it. But at this point, I just know that this burnt bone needs to go that way. And I don't think about it that much because, you know, unless it's a very complicated condition, then of course I have to do all of the research and I'm competent in my um, ability to uh, look at x-rays, look at indicators, factors that would uh, deal with somebody's health whether it's neurological, chemical, toxic-wise, and such. But being consciously competent and unconsciously competent, is there's a light years between them. And uh, each one of us has areas in our life where, where we wear all those hats. So many of us, including myself, are unconsciously incompetent in so many areas. And sometimes it's brought to my attention, and like uh, recently, and I go, wow, I'm really consciously, I'm incompetent. I've been operating incompetently in that area. I may know better, but I've been ignoring it or asleep at the wheel. And it's kind of like a rude awakening where you go, damn, I've been walking through life like that. So, you know, being conscious of my incompetence and whether that's with a relationship with friends family uh what have you it's um it's an interesting awakening to go wow i am um, I'm, I'm humbled again that i could allow myself to be there in an area that means so much to me and then you know so now i have to go in and figure out how to uh improve this area and I have to become consciously competent and learn to be more confident. And so in doing that, I might have to study some things. I might have to ask some questions of people. I might have to ask uh, friends and family or whoever, staff members, hey, look, I see this going on. What do I need? What do you need from me? What do you need me to be so that I can help you do your job or be happier or, or what have you? So that's consciously trying to improve an area of our life. That's consciously confident. And then, of course, once you're in power of a, as a person or a being or as a doctor or as a friend, as a mother, father, um, athlete, you're, conscious, you're in, unconsciously competent. I mean, if you think about Steph Curry, when he's on on the courts, he's shooting threes from, you know, downtown New York, getting, you know, baskets all the way in Oakland or San Francisco now. He's con unconsciously confident. It's so neat. You know, when I'm writing a book and many times I'm having to really work at it, but all of a sudden I realize that 10 minutes have gone by and I haven't even been aware that I've just been 
pressing those keys and my mind's been going forward 150 um, miles an hour. I'm just consciously competent in that moment. So, you know, I started off the show talking about yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And, you know, we can learn from our yesterdays, but I, I ask you not to let them hold you back. Try to get what you can out of them. Evaluate, write down, you know, the good parts and the, and the parts that weren't so good, but yet you learned from them. Bring those up to present. And evaluate where you want to go, what you want to do, what you need to change. Consciously work on those areas towards a known goal so that you can become more unconsciously confident in that area. You can do it. You can do it in anything you want. Um, And so anyway, I... You know, oftentimes I come on this show believing that they'll be inspired um, on my way in. And sometimes... You know, I just kind of let, I just let the universe tell me what to talk about. That was today. I hope it was helpful. I hope it uh, in, entertained you to some degree. But I know that you have the ability to make great things happen. So go out there and create an amazing t- today and an amazing tomorrow. I'll see you next week. this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.